0: Three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode of Sports Medicine Broadcast. No, I'm just kidding. This is (laughs) 18 o'clock. But Mr. Sports Medicine Broadcast is here. See, I didn't mess it up. It's not podcast. It's broadcast. Yep, there you go. I think a lot of people mess that up. A lot of people do. But we're just talking current events, um, what's going on in the world of athletic training and sports. Uh, We have Mike, we have Jen, we have Ashley and Jeremy. If you could take, um, you know, two, three sentences to tell the world um, just who you are and where you practice, I would appreciate it.
1: All right, let's start with Ashley.
2: Okay, my name is Ashley Armbruster. I am an athletic trainer at Texas A&M Corpus Christi with women's soccer.
1: Jennifer.
3: Um, <laughs> hi, I'm Jen Xu. Um, I'm a graduate assistant right now at Utah State University. So, with volleyball.
1: Mike.
4: <laughs> um, Mike Hopper, Bishop Lynch High School in Dallas, Texas. Um. yeah
1: all right and then I'm sure if anybody's listening they know who Thomas is so that would leave me Jeremy Jackson I'm an athletic trainer this is my 16th year as a professional working in the Houston area I actually work at Pasadena High School I also host the sports medicine broadcast you're old broadcast. yeah I am I'll be actually on Tuesday I'll be 39 so <laughs>
0: Well, probably the first birthday you have the day off of work, I assume.
1: No, actually, it's normally on spring break. This is going to be one of the first years in a long time where it has not been on spring break, and our, then go coronavirus ahead. worked it out for me. So, oh.
0: now are all of our sports canceled or
1: postponed right now? So for we, the
2: time, yeah. So
1: yeah, so at, at Pasadena, the whole school is closed for at least like we're just finishing up spring break this week. So next week has already been canceled the UIL in the state of Texas, which is like the general governing governing body has said no sports until March 29th, no uh, competitions. So individual schools can hold practices as they see fit, you know, using what they deem as best practices to keep the social distance or whatever it's called. So.
2: Yeah, so for our school, um last week was our spring break, so we ended up extending spring break for a week again. And then we're supposed to be starting classes back on March 23rd, but there are no practices at least until the 30th. Um and kind of talking with my coaches and stuff, they think that even that's going to get pushed back, but they just announced yesterday that all of our sports are officially canceled. So, um besides practices which we might be able to do in April for like for my sport, which is out of season right now. Um, But that is still up in the air. So they're going to
4: decide that. Yeah, we're out. We're out of school. We're on spring break now. We're out of school the following week for sure. But TAPS has canceled all of athletics until uh, April 12th. So Um, and we're only allowed to practice if our school is actually in regular classes. So if we're doing any type of online stuff at all, we're not allowed to practice. So, um, and it sounds like we're probably going to be out a while.
3: Um, I, so we canceled classes from Friday through Tuesday. So because of that, we can't practice. And then um, we're kind of, I guess, well, higher up people are talking on like Wednesday about whether or not to continue practices and we'll find out then, but so I've been off for a few days now and it's kind of (laughs) weird um but our full our full times i've been there um just to take care of anyone who needs it and then like all the grad students are kind of forced to go home so (laughs) yeah just hanging out
0: um so let's start with the negatives and then we'll get to the positives how is this negatively affecting um your guys's normal routines and what you do for living and paying bills and stuff any any big negatives there besides missing your athletes
1: so oh, hey Mike, do you say your guys or do you say y'all yet?
4: I've been saying y'all for a long time before I got to Texas. Okay. Because because and and Thomas could probably agree with me here. Um, being from Southern Illinois, I am still from the South, although it's above the Mason Dixon
1: line.
0: Yeah, it's it's a unique dynamic, but I also like <laughs> to say y'all.
1: Do you say y'all? All right. <laughs> It's just so different for me because I am from Houston. I'm from Texas. I'm from, you know, Houston is like in South Texas. So all we ever say is y'all, unless I'm on the podcast and hear you guys, your guys or whatever it is. So,
4: but Jeremy, I still don't own uh, jeans or a cowboy boots or a cowboy hat. So
2: what? How do you not even own cowboy (laughs) boots yet?
4: (laughs) I own a pair of cowboy boots. I (laughs) mean, Under Armour hasn't come out with them yet. I don't know. They're not an all black. (laughs)
3: Okay. I don't have any either, but
2: (laughs) I guess um, to kind of start off with a question, I think just the biggest um, aspect of how it's affected me negatively Mm -hmm. is just, you don't really know. So I've actually been working with track and field for the past three weeks because we've been in the process of hiring someone and it really sucks because especially like me and one of the seniors have been talking a lot over the past two weeks. And we're like, Oh, what do you think is going to happen? Just as like things start developing. And I was like, well, like this might affect some competition time, but like, I have a hard time saying that like, I think everything's going to get outright canceled. And then everything like started, I think it was Wednesday night when everything like started breaking loose. And then he like came in the next day and I'm like, okay, like this is looking bad, but like, you know what, they'll figure out a way. And it's just really, like dealing with those kids because they've been prepping like they were supposed to be racing this next weekend. And they have been training so hard for this. Like some of them I know like specifically for track and field, some of them have only compete in outdoor season. So then it's like they come in the next day and they're like, Well, what's the point of all this then? Especially when they announce the championships were over. It's like, Okay, so what's the point in practicing? What's the point in doing any of this? And it's really hard to give them answers for that, just because nobody's ever been in this situation before. Like this has never happened. This is unprecedented. And for me, I think the biggest hardship has been like, I just don't know what to tell these kids because so many of them like use sports for an outlet and they really depend on like a lot of them do go to school for this. So I think that's just been probably the biggest thing we've still been working. I still have student athletes um, in town. A lot of them are have injuries. So we're still like, doing rehabs and doing stuff, although our hours are limited. Um, but I, I would say that's probably the biggest negative that's been affecting me. Everybody else is fine. And yeah, do no, no one else has <laughs> doing. Now, I'm,
0: I'm, I am seeing a lot on Twitter that there are concerns from athletic trainers um, about their paychecks and being able to pay bills and stuff. That's not a concern for me because I'm salary. Is that a concern mm-hmm. for anybody in this chat?
3: Well, I'm a grad student, so it's uh always been one. But uh, <laughs> no, um, um, I'm actually I'm actually fine. I think because I mean, for grad school, they can't you know take it out of our payment or whatever. So even if we can't work, I'm assuming we still get paid. I don't really know yet, but I'll figure that out in a second. Um, but as far as I know, um, yeah, the only thing. With me is that, you know, I have volleyball, which is a fall sport. And, you know, my seniors got their senior year and um, we're just practicing. And so for some of them, the biggest thing is just boredom. You know, I'm kind of hoping that they'll be smart and stay inside or, you know, do things with less people and stuff like that. So that's more of my concern. So I don't necessarily feel the same as other people do about their athletes you know not getting a senior year. So I don't really know how that feels. So I'm kind of just staying quiet about
4: that I guess you know for us being a salary employee um I'm not not really worried about that you know they haven't really told us a whole lot as far as what the expectation is as we um you know are actually off like I said we're on spring break right now and so we're not supposed to be working anyway right um and the other thing too is the way I look at it is um I have at last, I saw over 50 days of vacation. So quite frankly, if they're going to, you know, expect us to take vacation time, that's not a big deal, right? Um, and then also, I also look at it and go, okay, well, even if I didn't have those vacation days, um, you want to see my, you know, $700 of overtime that I've already worked this year? I think that'll account for something, right? Um, you know, but Otherwise, like I said, I'm not I'm not overly concerned about that. And uh, there's also plenty of admin work to be done um, that we can do remotely. And so I'll be doing some of that uh, over the next you know couple of weeks for sure. And just kind of going from there. And I actually just got a text from from Lindsay, from my assistant, asking about rehabs and how do we, you know, how do we go about handling some of that because we have uh, quite a few post-op uh, rehabs right now and what do we do? Right. Because now you're starting to see on social media, you're starting to see these outpatient clinics closing up too, Mm -hmm. you know, is should physical therapy continue seeing patients should, should the orthopedic surgeons and others be doing elective surgeries and things like that. So, you know, which might mean that what we are doing from a telehealth perspective becomes that much more important because, you know, I see a lot of athletic trainers go, and we'll just push it off on on uh physical therapy and send those kids to to pt well if the pt clinics aren't seeing patients now what you know and i think i think we're gonna have to figure out what we do uh from that perspective
1: and if you if you look at that like our school district is going to start serving breakfast and lunch like a drive through like for the free introduced lunch people mm-hmm. but it's available for all students And so if these kids are having to go up to school twice a day just to get food, are they really going to be able to get to a physical therapy clinic, pay the physical therapy clinic? So that's another situation there. As far as going back to the original question right now, as far as we know, uh, the salary is fine. But I've heard from somebody that, you know, the district is going to be looking at things that we can do because there's obviously a slight concern about continuing to pay us for two weeks or three weeks without us actually doing any work. And so, you know, just reading through social media today, you know, teacher, they're, they're, people were concerned about, well, if I'm teaching sports medicine, but I'm not used to teaching it online, how am I expected to all of a sudden flip that switch and create those online courses, right? And then, you know, kind of right along the same thing is telemedicine. So here we are on a video call, but how many of us have been practicing telemedicine with our patients? So, you know, if in in a high school I had previously set up a remind group that had, okay, well, text Jackson or Mata if you have a question about your injury and then, every, okay, well, here everybody, here's the, you know, <clears throat> I'm going to have office hours, virtual office hours at from 12 to 1 every day so you can chime in the video chat and ask me if questions or I can watch you do your squats or I can watch you do your exercises, that kind of thing. But n- not many of us in the athletic training have that set up and and ready to go and so there's definitely a lot of questions and you know it's one of those don't try to fix everything right now let's try to try to stop what's going on take a breath and then from there let's let's see what we can do moving forward if something else were to happen let's have some measures in place but I, i think financially I'm fine here to go back to your original question.
2: Yeah, I think financially um, right now, cause we actually had kind of like a impromptu staff meeting right now, since we're planning on resuming classes on March 23rd, then our argument was like, well, if the student athletes are on campus, even if they're not practicing, there's a lot of them that are post-op. There's a lot of them that have been nursing things. So there's plenty of us to do. I think the bigger question and the bigger, um, Yeah, the question will be if we end up moving all of our classes to online then, and depending on whether they're kicking people out of dorms or whether they're allowing them to stay in dorms, like whether the campus is staying open. Um, So right now they're planning on resuming classes. Um, I think that at least in our county, we haven't had any diagnosed cases yet. So I think that a lot of things could change um, if we do get a diagnosis in the area. So for right now, we're good um because we do have a lot of administrative work we're working on strategic planning we're um catching up on notes like even for some of my student athletes since spring break was postponed a week a lot of them ended up like going on an extra vacation or they went to go see their family so the couple that I was doing rehab with I went on like HEP to go and okay here's your rehab that you're going to be doing for this week until you get back um I know that some of the more acute injuries are if something else comes up that is really hard to kind of do with telemedicine um, but for right now, just managing it like what we can since we're not practicing, so there's nothing really new that's going on
1: so for those injuries that are that that can't be handled telemedicine, so you need to be able to do that manual therapy for those fresh post ops and you need to be able to you know help measure those those angles. What are your your thoughts there Ashley or anybody about how can we safely continue to treat those rather than forcing them off to PT? Like is it just you wear gloves and a face mask? I mean what does it look like for you?
3: a really good question.
2: Um, <laughs> I mean fresh- right now I don't have any that are like fresh post-op so I don't think I would have to consider
0: that at all but I think it would really depend on your admin yeah. if they even want you anywhere near uh, athletics at all because some ed- administrations might say hey um, we're shutting everything down don't come near anybody and then you wouldn't all you could do is to tell us stuff on the computer screens so we, we might be in a time period where we can't even be touching patients depending on where you're at and how bad things are going or how conservative people are.
3: One thing I would say is like, maybe know your patient's whereabouts. So, you know, I've had, um, we actually have physical therapists who do our post-op stuff um, and they're still open and seeing our patients just because they need to. And, you know, I know one girl, they're in like Wyoming or Utah. Like that's where most of my kids are from. And so I don't think there have been any like, cases in Wyoming, and I actually know, maybe. But, um, you know, I know they didn't go to California, um, or I know like a few of them went to a different city where there might be more cases. So I'm just kind of like, just knowing where they've been in the past few days, that might just help you kind of figure out what precautions you need to take. Um, so maybe like gloves and being really careful. <laughs> I don't know. Oh,
4: yeah. For us, we're not even allowed. So we were told to stay off campus this week. And then um, the following week, we can come on campus and work if we need to. Uh, however, they are encouraging us to do, you know, to work from home as best we can. Um, but students are not allowed on campus that following week. And I actually anticipate that to, to last longer than just the one week. Um, where, like I said, they won't even, they don't want kids anywhere near campus. Um, but we were originally told that close closed and that they were going to change the locks and shut down our IDs. And, um, you know, basically our campus would be locked down tighter than, than Fort Knox, um, is what we were originally told. And they've already backed off of that a little bit. So it's, it's, um, you know, a really fluid situation. I'm gonna be curious to see where it goes from from there.
1: Ours, same thing. I asked, I said, hey, I got a podcast on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Can I go up? It's just me and the microphone. That's all. There's nobody else. They said, no, they don't want anybody up there but the janitors and the principal. And so like in our situation, I couldn't go up to the school. And obviously I'm not gonna bring high school athletes over to my house to treat them. And you know, we're gonna, hey, let's meet at the park so I can do some manual therapy because that's not creepy or unsanitary. (laughs) Right. And so it's a it's a tricky situation to where as I'm thinking like I really want to make sure that these athletes are safe, but at the same time, I am a father, I have three kids and if I left my three kids here at home with my wife for three weeks while they're not at school, like I would come home to a huge mess because the kids need something to do. They need structure. And so whenever I'm home, that's usually my job. I'll take them running. I'll go play in the backyard or, you know, swinging hammers or lighting fires or whatever we're doing. And so somebody I was just looking at on Twitter, reading the whole thread is allow the teachers to just be at home with their families or just to rest. Not, Don't try and make force them to make 25 days worth of lesson plans and, and two nights for something that they're not used to doing. And so it's interesting to see all the back and forth. And then you know, here in, in Texas in the high schools, we have standardized tests called the STAR test. And so then you see all the parents and stuff talking about, well, now are they going to be canceling the STAR test for this year? Because there's also the academic aspect of the athletics as well. So it's interesting.
2: Yeah, I think I saw, um, isn't there a petition going around to try and cancel the STAR test thing for this year just because since spring breaks are getting extended and since class time is getting taken away you want to make sure that kids are still getting educated without just like pouring all the resources into studying for this test. Yes that sort of testing is important but um, with such a situation like you said that's as fluid as this um, it's gonna be interesting
1: to say the least.
0: Okay so let's go from negative to positive and um, try to think of some things we can do in the next couple weeks that we have all this free time. I already know what I want to do besides like going to the gym. I want to start like cooking more of my meals and being really organized and catching up with people that I normally don't talk to because I'm busy or even if that's not face-to-face, but over the phone, but I definitely have some hobby stuff that I want to do. Um, is there things that, that y'all, you guys and girls plan on doing now, because you have two weeks off or three weeks off or, or not.
3: Um, so one thing is, I think I saw Spencer Connell make a, tweet about this a while ago just like instead of cleaning your kitchen once a week or once every two weeks and like letting things build up just like do a little bit every day so it's kind of always clean and it looks nice and you feel organized and kind of feel like your life's together and that kind of thing that's something I want to do like I'm looking around my kitchen and there's like (laughs) salt and pepper on the table and I'm like no and uh (laughs) just kind of keeping things organized you know um and my boyfriend works night shifts so you know, and I've been doing a lot of stuff this spring, so we just let things build up. But now that I've time, it's like I wanna take care of that. um, and then the other thing I'm trying to do is start running. um, I've been going to the gym a lot, but that's always something I wanted to do, and I wear a lot of barefoot shoes, so I'm trying to run in those and it's kind of scary, but really fun to figure that out and yeah, so like these are just some fun things that I'm like trying to do to also keep my mind off you know
1: stuff that's going on and it's kind of scary you know so jen you're in utah wyoming area and i've seen you like on twitter you're posting pictures of you being out in the rocks and stuff like that where you guys have some really cool outdoor adventuring stuff And yeah. you know that's one of the really cool things that we can do is get outside mm-hmm. away from people and so that you know i honestly i just enjoy like seeing those because i would love to be out there and experiencing those because i live in pasadena texas where it's flat and then there's chemical plants and then it's flat yeah. so
3: <laughs> okay yeah no I'm definitely lucky I mean I've, I've never been to Texas so yeah but uh it's nice you having come down here yeah it's great <laughs> um it's nice having you know a little puppy right now to go out and do things with and um yeah I'm definitely lucky and it's nice that they're suggesting people go outside because you know I, I'm out there and there's a lot of people walking around but I don't go up to someone and like talk to them you know I'm like on the other side of the street, so that's just nice being away from people, maybe for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So,
4: I'd go yeah. outside, but the last two days it's been
1: rainy, so
3: hmm.
1: it keeps us from going outside.
3: Yeah.
2: Unfortunately.
1: Well, I, I made a, a list of things that I want to do because otherwise I'll just sit there, you know. But that all your
2: podcast have to... ideas. What's that? All your podcast ideas.
1: Well. <laughs> I have a huge list of that and then even like Todd Sable just texts me this morning hey I got an idea for the podcast when do you think we can do it? I'm like dude I don't know I can't <laughs> even get up to the school so I was like, <laughs> like I love the idea we're going to do it I just I can't schedule anything because I don't know anything right now right? I mean it could be three weeks before I can get up there and do anything.
0: Right? Uh, Todd's um, really fun to talk to I enjoy talking to him a lot
1: yeah cool dude um, so like I made a list on there you know it's stuff simple stuff like Jen said like go to T-Mobile and see about getting a new phone for my wife because it's got a cracked screen and, you know, we have money saved up for it. It's like, Oh, it'd be perfect time. Or, you know, I want to get, we have, like I said, a a nine, seven, five-year-old kid. So I want to get the toys out of the living room and into their room and whatever doesn't fit in there. Then we sell or give away or something like that. So there's things around the house. I'm working on building a table. So I'm continuing to take apart pallets. And then also I have on there editing the posts for the, upcoming episodes and that kind of thing. And then, um, well, something that I'm working on is, uh, is a sports medicine course because all across the nation people teach sports medicine, but I wanted to create a, basically an online course that anybody can take and replicate and then customize to their, to their setting so that I can produce consistent repeatable results with my student athletic training aids. And so I wanted it to be a self paced, course that I'm working on so that's one of the things I can work on doing just a little bit each day and and build and grow that and then with um, with Brendan Moriarty we're working on making CEUs available for the sports medicine broadcast and so we're working on creating those courses and making sure all the T's are crossed and I's are dotted and things like that and so um, there's obviously there's a lot we can do a lot for me to do there but making a list because otherwise I'll just sleep in, cut it up next to my wife, and, you know, fall for whatever trap she puts. Hey, let's watch this show, so.
4: I like the idea of sleeping in, but uh, (laughs) it was also 3 o'clock this morning before I got to sleep, so, um, because I slept all afternoon yesterday, but uh, it doesn't take long for me to get out of my sleep pattern, Um, but, you know, one of the things that was on my list spring break anyway was get my apartment cleaned up it is a total disaster site and it is normally a total disaster site i mean that's that's my life um but then also we're going to jump right in you know like i said a lot of administrative work that can be done that um you know i sit here and go well i wish i had time to do that and um now i have all the time in the world to to do a lot of it you know and and i'm also going to work on Uh hopefully redoing a lot of my sports medicine course um coursework um because I really haven't changed much of it in the six years that I've been teaching it. And um quite frankly, a lot of the PowerPoints that I'm using are probably 13 or 14 years old and are um a lot of it's out of date. You know, for example, I can sit here and look at the concussion PowerPoint and go, yeah, none of that's relevant anymore. Because it still talks about Cantu's um, concussion rating scale, right, and um, and those sorts of things that um, that I literally have never ever used clinically, you know, and and so th- those sorts of things, and um, hopefully updating some of that information um, for next fall when I teach sports medicine again. Um, so that's kind of what we have on the plans, you know, and like I said now we're being told we can get back on campus, um, starting next week. So that'll be good too. If I actually can, cause there's a lot I can get done, um, on campus that I haven't had a chance to do. Um, you know, because there won't be a soul in athletics. And so there's a lot of things, you know, we talked about social distancing. Well, if I'm completely by myself down in that end of the campus, I can get a lot of work done without, you know, without that, uh, without that interference or without that that um you know interaction that everybody's so worried about.
2: Yeah, so it's funny cuz we actually like I said I was temporarily covering Track and Field and we have our new guy starting on Monday. So a great time to be starting a job. Um so <laughs> <laughs> it actually works out really well because um we'll be able to kind of like sit down and talk about the track athletes I've been taking care of and, um, get him like adjusted to things rather than like him starting on Monday and then literally traveling, traveling to a meet on Friday. Um, personally, I've been trying to do more gardening. Um, I live in an apartment, so I'm really good at gardening, like when it's in the ground, but I haven't figured out gardening in the pots yet. Um, so that's one thing that I've been trying to tackle over this past week. And I actually have started listening to a lot of broadcasts. So Jeremy, I've been binging sports medicine broadcast, um, for a couple of days and, um, just trying to like stay more up to date on stuff. I know that I definitely don't keep up with the research as much as I should during the year, just cause we all have crazy schedules. Um, so trying to keep up more on that and, um, and also kind of echoing, I'd like to try and keep a cleaner apartment because that kind of falls apart during the year. Um, so that's what I've been up to.
0: Yeah, my, uh, my apartment is dirty Monday through Saturday. And Sunday, I, I kind of sort of clean it up. And then Monday through Saturday, it gets all <laughs> bad. and The dishes stock up and the stuff in the fridge I need to throw out. Um, what, yeah. what things can... Athletic trainers do during this time period to improve um, like their skills or their knowledge or their the system that they're in. Like I know I like this week, I'm gonna hammer down emergency action plan and policies and procedures. Mike, you mentioned admin stuff. Do you have any specific examples or does anybody have any? You know, like, hey, you should look at A, you should look at B, you should look at C.
4: So our goal is to jump into the past project um i've i've started it That's very very briefly um i i haven't even uploaded anything yet um but i i want to sit down and, and work on some of that um you know we also policies and procedures uh can always be better right and um i think this is a good time to start updating some of that stuff for next school year um you know we are also still hopeful to Potentially bring on an additional staff member in the fall. Um, you know that that is a proposal we've put forth, and what I want to start to do is to build um, what that would look like, so that we have that as as um, additional background as as we move forward. You know what would that look like? And, and like Ashley says, um, was saying with bringing on another person, we want to have a plan in place of when, when we bring on a third person, um, eventually, um, you know, what do we do? Right. And, and we can't just go, well, here it is, have fun, you know, um, but let's actually have a pro a process in place of, of, um, you know, who does this person need to meet and from a team doctor perspective and physical therapist perspective and, um, you know, what are the policies and procedures? What's our schedule going to look like? And and all those sorts of things. So I'm I'm hoping to go ahead and start building some of that. Um, although we may not get that third person this year, but, but, you know, again, hopefully having some of that put together. And that way, when the business office and when administrators are asking, well, why do you need a third person? I mean, I've already demonstrated that with the AT value stuff. But I also want to be able to show what that looks like. What would it look like um, with a third person? What would our schedules look like, and and things like that? So that's that's a couple things that I have on my on my agenda for admin work.
2: I know for our administrative work, um, the NCAA came out with a new best practices back um, over the summer. So our boss. Um, our head athletic trainer is currently like starting to go through some of that stuff he worked men's basketball so his season just finished um but so I talked to him a a couple months ago about um kind of diving into that and helping with some of that because we have to go through what the best practices are whether we meet them or not what are the areas that we need to improve what are the steps like do we need to One thing that did come about is we're going to hire additional strength and conditioning coach for the university um, and different things like that that we're uh, working towards. So that would be like our athletic training administration. Um, I am going to be hitting up MedBridge and like the NATA uh, career development and trying to get some CEs in as well during this point.
4: Yeah, NATA has one on uh, AT value for you, just (laughs) say.
3: Um, I was gonna say, I feel like I'm kind of in a weird spot just because as a grad student, like I still have to do my online classes, which I'm, yeah, I need to do a lot of work <laughs> the next few days. Um, I'm finishing up my research paper and that's a lot for me. Um, I did my own intervention kind of thing. So I get to choose everything that I wanna do and it's overwhelming. And then I'm also looking for a job. So I feel like there are a lot of things that i'm overwhelmed with and i'm just like i don't know what to do and um you know i don't i'm not even really thinking about admin stuff because i'm like i don't really do much i just take care of like my athletes and help out with other stuff when i'm needed so it always feels weird to like
2: i'm like i don't really have
3: anything to say i'm just kind of here you know but um
2: your admin stuff is trying to find a job right now oh uh,
3: (laughs) yeah i guess so but it is nice like every time i kind of send a job application in, i kind of get excited and i'm like you know i could really see myself working there, you know, wanting to work there. And I get excited and I like, um, you know, kind of look up what their mission statements are and everything. And I, when I have the time to, I think when I hear back from some more places, um, or if I guess I'll definitely want to look into more like evidence-based practices and just, I don't know, random stuff that I have on my computer saved. I haven't read yet. And,
0: Hey, uh, Jeremy, we got about 30 seconds. So if you have anything you want to quickly plug in there. No, no admin duties, things you want to, you know, like.
1: Okay, great. Uh, I appreciate everybody coming yeah.
0: Good. Yeah, that pass document is a is a beast, man. There's like 12 sections or like 10 sections in each section, and it is crazy. But thank you for coming on. This is going to kick us all out in a moment. I uh, appreciate your time and have a great couple of weeks of doing new stuff. Take the time to veg out and relax and